0: Joyce, Wisconsin taxpayers, you are free! It's Tax Freedom Day on this Friday, April 19th, for Badger State taxpayers. Well, don't get too excited. This is the day the average taxpayer has earned enough money on the year to finally pay off the pile of tax obligations of local, state, and federal governments. Contrary to the incorrect rhetoric of the left, and I would say a general confusion about withholdings from the average taxpayer, the tax cuts of 2017 helped lift that tax burden significantly. Grover Norquist, President of Americans for Tax Reform, joins us now on this edition of MacGyver Newsmakers for a little perspective on the tax climate today and how far we need to go yet to lift the burden off the backs of taxpayers. Good afternoon, sir. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Absolutely. Good to be with
0: you. Uh, We have talked on many occasions, and we've talked about the taxing climate. We've talked on many occasions before the tax relief package from the GOP and signed into law by President Trump in late 2017, and we've spoken afterward. Um, Let's get down to the facts of the matter, because there's a good deal of misinformation out there. Have Americans, more so, has the average American taxpayer benefited by those tax cuts in late
1: 2017? Uh, Yeah, and H&R Block, if you go to their website, uh, points out that the average uh, taxpayer uh, got a 25% Uh, Reduction in taxes, if you simply look at all the people who filed with H&R Block, that's that's not some poll. It's looking at every single person who filed with H&R Block, which is Jillian's. Uh, And 25 percent, really, uh, of, I'm sorry, it's a 25 percent cut on Mm -hmm. average. Uh, And interestingly, New Jersey, uh, where the Democrats screamed, oh, no, because we have such high taxes, and you got rid of the tax deductibility for state and local Expensive, very high-tax states, state and state, local uh, uh, property tax and income tax deductions. Then you're going to have these big tax increases in blue states. Actually, the blue states did just fine um, and uh, got tax cuts along with everyone else. We also saw about a month and a half ago the comment that, oh, no, on some of the returns, when people get getting their tax returns, the refund they were getting was Uh, lower than than last year sure Uh, of course it's completely meaningless number the whole point is you want the low you want a zero uh, tax return Mm -hmm. because otherwise you've been lending the money to the government for free so it's not a good thing to get a good uh, big refund and but it turns out that wasn't true at the end of the day h&r block uh, and others report that in point of fact uh, the refunds are slightly larger than the year before the establishment press The defenders of the government as it is, the modern Democratic Party, grasped at everything that they could possibly get to hide how significant the tax cut was for individuals, to not highlight. I mean, if they'd been telling people simply honestly, here's what's in the bill, it would have been a very popular bill from the beginning. But uh, try and read something in the New York Times or the Washington Post or MSNBC or CNN uh, back when it passed, and all you got was their assertion that only rich people got benefits if they would told you what was in it you'd have known well that's important to me uh but they didn't and they sadly deliberately didn't so uh new york times says that the democrats who say that people aren't getting tax cuts and that they're not getting tax cuts are deluding themselves that's the new york times slapping Mm -hmm. down the narrative of the modern democratic party this does not you know write that down this does not happen uh, you know, like an eclipse or something. It happens every <laughs> once in a while, but rarely. Yes. Uh, and it is just amazing that the New York Times also showed a poll about how popular the tax cuts have be- become, and it goes, more and more popular. When? More and more popular the closer to April 15th you've got, because the closer to April 15th you are, the more likely you are to actually have seen the reality of how much lower your taxes are. So, reality is trumping assertions of, of the left. And we did this once before, when the Reagan tax bill was passed in 1981, it took effect over 81, 82, 83. And it was attacked viciously, that gazelle uh, rich people, well, in 83, when it was fully took effect, four million jobs were created, then 84, more jobs, more uh, economic growth. And in 1984, Ronald Reagan, who everyone had said had conspired to win the presidency, not with the Russians back then, but with the Iranians. (laughs) Right. With the Iranians. Exactly. The the Republicans never win elections without some foreign government uh, managing the whole (laughs) thing, according to the the liberals. Back then, it was the Iranians, because that made no sense at all. This time, it was the Russians, because they really want the United States to become a superpower and energy and bid down the price of the only product they have on the <laughs> world market. That's, that's really Putin's plan, was to drop the cost of <laughs> the price of oil and natural gas. Yes. And they could have picked a less stupid country, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so we now have a, popul- a more popular tax cut, but most importantly, a increasingly successful tax cut that gave us more than 3% growth in the first full year. This is a tax cut that was designed to ramp up over the next three and four years, when we talked about raising wages and um, in the country, we were talking about three or four years out because when billions and hundreds of billions flowed in the United States—seven hundred billion alone last year—from uh, American companies, never mind from other people overseas, mm-hmm. it takes a while for that to turn into a factory into higher productivity, right? Um, but we saw the growth immediately the first year. So imagine what's happening over the next two, three, four, five six years uh, as the the most powerful pro-growth, pro-wage increase effects of this tax bill, um, which even the left agreed to. They just, oh, nothing will happen for a while. Well, it happened right away. I think we're looking at an election in um, 2020 that could look an awful lot like the election in 1984 with a Republican president that the left announced was hopeless, um, uh, correctly cutting taxes and creating jobs and changing the underlying politics.
0: Yeah, the indeed. We're talking with Grover Norquist, President of Americans for Tax Reform in this edition of MacGyver Newsmakers today. It is interesting, those comparisons. I wish the left uh, studied history, but I think they've all but run it out of our school systems, our public school systems today. So you'll have to forgive them for that. But that's exactly right. That's what happened when Reagan led that turnaround, economically speaking, in this country. Back in the early 1980s, And it did take some time. Uh, We saw the effects of that. As you say, we've already seen the effects in the United States and in Wisconsin. Uh, Your organization has done a tremendous job of tracking the impact since late 2017, early 2018 of this tax relief package. And there are myriad examples in Wisconsin of companies that have been able to benefit the economy, benefit their employees, benefit their growth plans, benefit all kinds of things, including the cash that is flowing back into the government coffers. Um, Where where do you stand with that review, if you will, or that database? How many companies have we seen out there in this country that have had a significant impact because of the tax break?
1: Well, keep in mind we are only including those companies where the CEO stood up and said, "Because of the tax cut, mm-hmm. we are making this investment. Because of the Republican tax cut, we are raising wages, giving a new benefit, starting a new factory." Um, so only if, I mean, for millions of small businesses, it's true, but we picked out people who publicly um, said it. Uh, I mean, the the Quad Graphics in Sussex, Wisconsin gave employees um, stock. uh, About $22 million in stock was transferred. Uh, uh, Kohler Flooring, uh, $1,000 bonuses, a little small company. Uh, At our website, ATR.org slash uh, list, uh, you can go and push the, the button for Wisconsin and see all the Wisconsin folks. All the 89 uh, Walmart stores in Wisconsin gave bonuses of up to $1,000, $5,000 for adoption expenses. Um, Apple gave uh, it's uh, store locations in Glendale, Madison, and uh, Wauwatosa Wau- uh, $2,500 employee bonuses in, in uh, stock. Uh, uh, again, Wisconsin 20, uh, Home Depot, 27 locations in Wisconsin, $1,000 per. Um, You know, music notes, uh, all 55 employees got uh, uh, pay increases, small company in uh, Madison, Mm -hmm. uh, Wisconsin. There's there's quite a few uh, there. But keep in mind, in addition to the people who said we hired more people, we increased pay and and benefits. A lot of people put money into 401Ks and IRAs. Uh, And if you have a power plant, uh, if you get electric energy, if you get natural gas, uh, from a utility, anyone with the utility, since the tax cuts on utilities, because our company right, they had a tax cut, the billions of dollars nationally all passed through. So your utility bills, uh, water, heating, you know, electricity, uh, are all lower today and indefinitely out into the future because of the lower um, uh, t- income tax, which is passed through automatically because you know, when they, the way they figure out how much you owe for natural gas or electricity is they just take all the costs, add them together, slap their taxes on top of it, and then that's your bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you cut taxes, it cuts your bill. Your utility bills went down, in addition to all the other benefits.
0: You, um, It's interesting to me that in 2017, and for months after that, we kept hearing from the likes of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer the left in general that this this was crumbs just crumbs to the you know the 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 average taxpayer out there the wealthy would really truly benefit this doesn't sound like crumbs to me how do they get away with that and where are they at now on that kind of rhetoric
1: they've moved on and number 4 765 days, for 765 days, they said, pay no attention to the economic growth behind that curtain. Mm-hmm. You should focus on Russian collusion. That is what we should talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, for 675 days, the New York Times, the Washington Post, MSNBC, and CNN, those four outlets together, uh, wrote 13 articles, 13 printed articles a day. For 600 and on average, for 675 days, about Russian collusion. They didn't have time to talk about job creation and, and higher wages and all the things that matter to the American people. Um, you know, I sometimes get invited on CNN, uh, not that year, <laughs> because <laughs> they never wanted to talk about taxes. Sure. They did invite me once and ask me what I thought about Russia, Russians. And I thought, are you kidding with a tax cut? What do you? What's that have to do with anything? This is what matters. That, that was a while before I got invited back. Um, so the left has its own narratives. Economic growth under Reagan, economic growth um, under uh, the Republicans and the Trump presidency are not on their list of things to talk about, and they go out of their ways to not talk about it.
0: Indeed. Grover Norquist, president of Americans for Tax Reform, joining us on this edition of MacGyver Newsmakers. You know, it is Tax Freedom Day in Wisconsin. As we said at the top of the podcast, this is the day, you know, we can rejoice and say we finally paid off that burden. But my goodness, Grover, here we are into deep into the month of April, and it's taken us that long to come up with the amount of money that the government has shaken us down for. Uh, It's... It's getting better a bit in Wisconsin over the years. It's still bad.
1: Well, let's start with when the country was started. Mm
0: -hmm. Before
1: we became a country, when we were colonies, the average American was paying 1% to 2% of their income in taxes, 1% to 2%. The British, our oppressors, the guys who occupied us, uh, they were paying 20% in London for the privilege (laughs) pushing us around. Uh, They thought about raising taxes in the United States up to, I don't know, two or 3%, and we started shooting at them, and eventually they went away. Uh, So, and we went below 5% total taxation for 100 years, with the exception of wars. Mm -hmm. Uh, We really, as a people, don't need a lot of government to push us around. We can run our own lives, we do our own stuff, and when we have less government, What we do have, the most important thing that we have, uh, is the ability and the opportunity to run our own lives and tremendous freedom, which gives us more income and more growth. We used to grow more rapidly
0: than we do now and here we are low these many years later and i would argue again it's a historical point perhaps lost in our public education system but things started to drastically change right around the woodrow wilson administration of course a little bit before that when we had an amendment that said here comes your income tax but we have this dependency nation this dependency idea and we've been told for generation after generation now that not only do you need the government in your life, you cannot live without the government in your life, and so you're going to have to pay for that great privilege, correct?
1: Yeah, and the modern Democratic Party sales pitch to every ethnic group and every um, economic group they can think of is, you're hopeless, you're helpless, you're not any good, you can't do it yourself. All the other groups through history of the Canadian they couldn't, you can't... Um, and therefore you need us, and so vote for us as the party of government and welfare, uh, and we'll throw you through, we will throw you a few crumbs, and it will be crumbs, uh, because we make $100,000 managing your incompetence and mm-hmm. maintaining your incompetence, uh, and convincing you that you can't do it. But you know the great thing is, there are cracks in that cement, and there are people who get out of, uh, of poverty because of opportunity, the Republican tax cut, it, it, you know, for a married couple, the first $24,000 they own, there's a 0% tax rate on that, 0% first 24000 That was doubled under the Republicans, doubled. You know, Democrats like to tell you, they, oh, we don't want to tax poor people. Well, they did, okay? And the Republicans put an end to that to a great extent. Uh, and then uh, we cut the, the tax rate on small businesses. Companies were paying 35%. Small businesses are paying as much as 45 percent mm-hmm. because they paid through their individual rate. So we took, while well, we took the corporate rate from 35 to 21, very important in attracting money and capital in the United. States. We also took that rate down about 20 points on small businesses. So I think talk to small businessmen and women, self-employed people. Uh, we didn't get as far as we wanted. I, I wanted to go to 25 percent cut, they did 20. It didn't get as broadly down as I wanted to, but but this is the beginning. Of a process where we focus on bringing down the tax burden on uh, self-employed people, small businessmen, people who create one, two, three, ten, many jobs, uh, and that was one of the great successes of, of of the tax packets that the Republicans passed. Again, millions of new jobs, higher wages, and. Between now and the 2020 election, it is going to be increasingly difficult for the Democrats to say, pay no attention to how much your your pay's increased.
0: Well, uh, final question on that topic with Grover Norquist, president of Americans for tax reform. It uh, feels to a lot of conservatives, certainly in the state of Wisconsin, that it's a uh, A couple of steps forward and now a few steps back with the changing of the guard, divided government back in Wisconsin after eight years with Republicans in control of the governor's mansion and uh, the legislature. Now we have a governor, uh, Democrat Tony Evers, who has... Uh, put together a budget proposal that's anywhere between 6 to $7 billion more than the last budget under Scott Walker, and it includes some pretty hefty tax hikes. Um, Can Wisconsin um, take any courage, any faith, that uh, they won't go back to the dire years of the early uh, and uh, later 2000s, the last decade? Well, here's the
1: good news. The Republicans have a majority of the House and the Senate, uh, and the way to win the governorship, the way to maintain uh, Republican control of the House and Senate, is to say no to tax increases. Do your own budget. Tell the governor no, and remind, Let's have hearings on the governor's budget. Let's tell a hundred times how many tax increases, what kind of tax increases um, our friends, the Democrats, were planning to uh, to, to to put on the people. Mm. This is a very very. This is a learning process. This is a learning process. So. We should debate the governor as often as possible. We should debate the governor's allies as much as possible. We should look at everybody who is going to get whacked by the tax increases he wants. Um, and the answer is just say no. Um, if you agree to those tax increases or any part of it, if you agree to that spending or any part of it, the left will go. You just admitted we do need bigger government. And none of our plans will work unless it gets really bigger, okay? Mm. Uh, and Wisconsin now knows that it can do better uh, without that. But, look, the, the people are leaving high-tax states. Uh, New York, California, New Jersey, they know that their high-tax rates are killing uh, the opportunities of young people to stay in those countries. Business, in those, in those uh, states, businesses are leaving, not moving in. They're net-losing uh, Americans. Uh, from those states. So we have a very strong case and I think we just go back to the American people and look, the ele- elections bounce back and forth and so on. But the, the day that they elected Bill Clinton uh, president in 1992, a poll said, do you want more government that will do more things and cost more or a smaller government that will do Ha- provide less services, if you can imagine. I, mean, I, I think that's a little skewed. <laughs> I'm not sure the bigger government gives you more services, but sure. they use the word. This: Would you rather have more services and higher taxes or uh, uh, fewer services and lower taxes? And two to one, people said, lower taxes, fewer services. And Scott Rasmussen polling does some wonderful stuff of the young people who say that they have a positive reaction to socialism. A majority of them believe that socialism would lead to smaller government. So when they say socialism, <laughs> they don't they missed World War Two. They don't they don't understand national socialism. They don't understand Soviet socialism. They don't know who Mao Zedong was. They missed the massacres in Cuba. Um, so socialism, they don't really know, which is good. I would be worried if they had read books and were really on top of what socialism means. But. Um, to them, it's just like a word that, I don't know, it's supposed to mean niceness or something. Um, doesn't, of course. But uh, they're not evil. <laughs> they're not a bunch of bullshit. And they're not completely foolish. They they, they just think of it as a different thing. And you want to blame them? Do you think any of their school teachers uh, told them, here's what socialism looks like and, and, and yeah. showed pictures of, uh, of death camps? I don't think so.
0: Yeah, exactly. Once again, Exhibit A of what we were talking about earlier, that uh, this is all a matter of historical perspective. And unfortunately, so many of uh, the last couple of generations have lost that perspective. You've been very generous with your time. Before we let you go there and get back to the business in the swamp, we're going to lay five fast questions on you, sir. This is uh, one of our favorite segments. We've asked everybody from Senator Ron Johnson to uh, Assembly Speaker Robin Voss here in Wisconsin, five different questions to get to know our newsmakers, and we plan to do the same with you. Are you ready? Sure. All right. I let, am ready. Let's do it. As the anti-tax man, if you will, what advice would you give to those who die? Um,
1: well put it off until we can get taxes even lower um, <laughs> good news is the first 10 million dollars for married couple is not taxed on the death tax we will get rid of it uh, completely so hang on until we get a republican house senate and president next four years we'll make this happen excellent
0: answer we would also have accepted declare the pennies on your eyes as it says, oh, I'm sorry. no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's you refer to revolver, the Beatles, uh, and George Harrison. But uh, very good answer nonetheless. Hey, uh, people always it's want to know. Not
1: tell anyone to hide their money, but I don't think if you don't declare the pennies on your eyes, you probably get away with just putting it in your pocket.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, you never know with the IRS; they're pretty persistent, as we found That's out true. with Lois Lerner and crew. <laughs> um, hey, people uh, always, people always want to know. Is your namesake, your first name, that is, the 22nd and 24th President of the United States or a lovable Muppet on Sesame Street?
1: It is indirectly from Grover Cleveland through my grandfather, uh, Grover Luce, and then to
0: me. I gotcha. And Grover Cleveland, as history will tell us, was a limited government Democrat, if there is such a thing. Uh, certainly today. He correct? was for
1: solid money, gold standard, yep. and vetoed a lot of spending bills.
0: He sure did. Hey, as an expert on the topic, let me ask you this. Are the only constants in life death and taxes? What about Chuck Grassley? He's been around since the first Harrison administration, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yes, sir, I think uh, Chuck Grassley uh, constitutes uh, something who, that is unstoppable and inevitable, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Final question for you. Does the new Green Deal, or the Green New Deal, however you want to frame that, make you feel like I feel when I listen to contemporary Top 40 radio music?
1: Oh. Uh, the, the Green New Deal is a gift from the gods. Because <laughs> Um, I had thought that the Indians were going to come uh, dressed up in, in war paint and, and, and hiding <laughs> themselves, right, and sneak up on us. But in point of fact, they put on clown outfits and they're dancing in front of us uh, of, uh, down the road. And, and you see their fangs and they're uh-huh. announcing we're going to tax you and bleed you to death with taxes and regulations. And by the way, you lived in if your relatives live in hawaii you'll be riding a train to visit them sure uh because they have plans for us uh when clinton ran he promised to be a moderate and then raised taxes and spending lost the house of the senate when obama ran he promised to be reasonable raised taxes raised spending lost the house and eventually lost the senate uh these guys running in because they thought they were going to be given the presidency thanks to the euler report and so on and They got out there and went crazy and announcing ahead of time they intend to turn the country upside down. They think everything in life is free because of other people's money. Uh, It is mind-boggling. I think they made a huge, huge mistake by announcing before the election what they were planning to do Mm. to the American people. So we will win the House and the Senate not two years after a Democrat elected president. But two years after uh, Trump is reelected, because frankly, um, Richard Nixon could not have beaten Ted Kennedy. He crushed George McGovern. And the Democrats have told everybody that they're George McGovern.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they don't uh, hide their cards close to their vest, do yeah. they? They've let it all out there. I always enjoy yeah, talking didn't to you. To. they did to. Yeah. They used to be smarter than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. now it's uh, the last few years. It's completely all out there, everything they've got, laying it on the table. Uh, very good. Well, I always enjoy talking to you, um, and I hope that we can you know? speak many, many more times after this. Look forward to it. All right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Grover Norquist, he is the president of ATR, Americans for Tax Reform. Go to their website, as we mentioned before, and you will find the impact that uh, we have seen that ATR is tracking in terms of businesses, in terms of taxpayers, and what the 2017 tax relief package truly means as we celebrate our tax freedom in Wisconsin. Thanks for joining us, as always. I'm Matt Kittle for the MacGyver Newsmakers Podcast.